Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have no fear, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here on today's brand new banging I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, live from San Antonio, Texas. I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, museum quality podcasting, the ramifications of going to see the healer, a.k.a. the brouhaha, a.k.a. the good witch, got the Sultan of Sniff sniffing, plus the NFL is happening, got predictions Got more breakdowns and some recommendations. I highly recommend the FX show. Fleischman's in trouble. I break that down. Plus some memories of the iconic cultural game-changing film Kids from 1995, which I love. I tell some good stories about that. All that and more in a fantastic, hard-hitting I Am Rapport Stereo podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Diggity Dust Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice. Yes, start this puppy off with something real loud. Yes. But most importantly, start this puppy off with something real funky. I am Rapport Stereo Pox coming at you now. Boom, yes. Have no fear, the I am Rapport Stereo Podcast is here. My name is Michael Rapport, aka the Gringo Man, Diggity Dingo. A.K.A. the Sultan of Sniff. A.K.A. the Inflamed Ashkenazi. A.K.A. the Disruptive Warrior. 
Hope everybody's feeling good. Hope everybody's feeling safe. Hope everybody is feeling sane. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity Zone. The Ziggity Zone. The Ziggity Zone of Disruption. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from San Antonio, Texas. I am doing this solo, solo in San Antonio. Enjoying the city. I appreciate all the suggestions. Food, river walk, so forth and so on. I've got a lot of DMs, a lot of suggestions out here. I'm trying to keep it healthy. Feel like I am coming down with a little uh little sniffle. <laughs> Obviously, I always have my patent sniff. That's why they call me the Sultan of Sniff. But I like this city. The weather's nice. Nice to be in the because I'm gonna tell you something. It's starting to get cold er, in New York. It's not brick, brick, like serious, serious brick and mortar brick. But it's, you know, that sort of consistent 30 degrees. Although it was fit, oh, who knows? Maybe that's why I'm getting sick. I don't fucking know. But I'm just trying to keep that fucking inflammation down, trying to keep, maybe it was the brew. You know, I want to say, I mean, you know, I was thinking, you know, when you go to these witch doctors, the brouhaha's, like I went to the other day, and that was for real. You guys know I bullshit around a lot. <laughs> but when I told you that I went to the the witch, the healer, and when I say witch, I don't mean it in a bad way. I mean it in a good way. There's a stigma around witches that they're all bad. I truly went there to get help because you know that I, I have this these health issues, whatever. I don't want to bore you with the health issues. But I, what I'm thinking is, is because I hadn't been touched up, massaged, cupped. Like I said, they were kicking me, smacking me, poking at me, prodding at me, pulling at me, hit me on the back, praying on me, hit me with the oils, the lotions, the potions, the juices, hit me with the, like, the part of the broom, you know, the, the sweeping part, like they had a handful of like soft bamboo. It, nothing hurt. I mean, I felt it a little bit, but it didn't hurt. Maybe that brought out this slight cold that I'm feeling right now. Anyway, I am in San Antonio and I am performing here the rest of the weekend, the 13th, 14th in San Antonio, and then I will be in Orlando the 20th and the 21st. Yo, if you're in Orlando, come see me next week in the 20th and the 21st. And then in February, I will be performing in Phoenix, which I can't wait. Uh, I'll be performing in Phoenix, a couple of different uh, shows in Phoenix. I'll be at the CB Live on February 2nd. And then I'll be at Stand Up Live the 3rd and the 4th. All tickets, all information is available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. I told you I'm coming to Milwaukee in March, which I had to cancel, uh, I think, maybe once or twice because of who the fuck knows. And then I'll be in Cleveland in March. Um, I'll be in Indianapolis in March. All tickets, all information is available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. I have had a busy week. 
Um, we're getting ready to start shooting Life and Beth, the Amy Schumer show, season two. I don't know if you guys uh, watch the show. It's a dope show. And the first part of the shooting is going to be in New Orleans. So I'm heading down to New Orleans for about a week and a half. I don't know if I've ever done comedy in New Orleans. But I've been down there. We had a great fucking time in New Orleans with the All-Star Game. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Uh, I believe it was Giannis's second season or his third season. I don't remember, but I remember uh, Giannis in New Orleans at the All-Star Game was like a fucking banshee out there. Yo, I had to leave. I couldn't go to the game, but I remember watching that game. Uh, I know the Dust Brothers uh, went to the game live in New Orleans, but that motherfucker, when he played in the All-Star game in New Orleans, I'm at five, six years ago, it was crazy. But I'm uh, we're shooting down there the first uh, week or two of production in New Orleans, so I'm heading to New Orleans in a couple of, uh, who the fuck? I don't know. Who knows? I don't know what the fuck is going on. I know that uh, they hit me with the, the brouhaha the other day, and I feel like all, maybe all the rot is coming out of me. But I'm excited to go to New Orleans. I like that city. It's a dope city. Such a weird, unique, cool, one-of-a-kind, old city. And I have uh, some days off, so I really want to try to explore some interesting things about New Orleans. If you guys have anything interesting or you've seen or any of uh, the New Orleans Rapapack, the Louisiana Rapapack, yo, DM me on Instagram or email us at IamRapportPodcast at gmail.com, IamRapportPodcast at gmail.com with any suggestions outside of Bourbon Street and the French Quarters. I've walked around there. I love going to the uh, the French Quarters early in the morning when there's no one there. That's when you really kind of like feel the history. When you go there at night and the people are drinking, smoking, boozing, whoring, you know, gambling, debauchery, degenerate shit. I have no problem with it. I just don't want to be around it. I don't like being around drunk strangers. I don't like being around drunk people that I know, let alone strangers that are drunk and people get it in. No disrespect, no judgment for the people that get it in. Get it in. Uh, I just don't want to be around it, but I fuck with the French quarters during the day uh, before uh, you know people get it on and popping. You really get to see and feel the the uniqueness of the area. But if you have any suggestions of things other than that that I should do, restaurants, or just, yo, go check this place, go check that out, uh, please let me know because I really want to try to have a, a fun time in New Orleans. The other day I was going to talk about two shows, actually three shows that I watched. And I, I mentioned it, but then I forgot to bring it up, which I really, really liked. There's a show on FX which I haven't seen much press about. I haven't seen many ads for it. Jesse Eisenberg, the actor, the kid who starred in Social Network and a bunch of other things, who's a really good actor. And Claire Danes, who, you know, she's fucking Claire Danes. They star in a show called Fleischman's in Trouble. Fleischman's in Trouble, which is based on a book that I happened to read which I really liked. It's very New York, very sort of Woody Allen, very sort of dark, curb your enthusiasm. Let's just call it very good, high-end 
Jewish New York East Coast humor. New York City, not even East Coast. I hate that fucking term. Because uh, this East Coast, you know, I can't speak on the West Coast, but East Coast, like New York and Philly are very different. New York and Boston are very, very different. New York and Vermont, New York City and Long Island are very different. New York City and uh, Buffalo are very different. Buffalo and Pittsburgh, uh, well, that's sort of whatever. You know what I'm saying. But Atlanta, Virginia, D.C., every place has its specific sort of vibe. And New York City obviously has the most specific, most unique vibe out of any place on the planet. And I'll argue and debate anybody about that. But I saw the show. I watched the episode, uh, the season of Fleischman's In Trouble. I believe it's 10 episodes or eight episodes. And like I said, it's based on a book. And I'm probably not going to do it justice in explaining what the book is about. But it's about this character uh, who's about 40 years old, sort of nebbishy, neurotic New York Jew, uh, which is a standard New York character uh, that sometimes I feel like is a stereotype, which I don't necessarily love. So I went into it with a little bit of like, okay, here, we're going to have another pussy Jew character be the lead of a show yada, 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 Uh, Jesse Eisenberg, who I really like as an actor. Um, But it's about his character, Fleischman, who's a doctor um, and the parent of two uh, younger kids, probably like eight and 10, something like that. And he gets divorced. He's going through a divorce, a hard divorce from his wife, Claire Danes. And it really depicted what it's like to go through a certain kind of divorce. You know, for me, divorce... When I think of divorce, I can only reference my own, which sucked. You know, my first divorce sucked. It sucked for me. I'm sure uh, my ex-wife would say it sucked for her. But most of all, it sucked for my kids. And I wasn't great at getting divorced. I was not good at it. They don't teach a class on it. It played into all of my flaws and vulnerabilities and I was not good at getting divorced and I say that because I think some people probably are and have been better at getting divorced than I was so I could just really speak for myself I know it sucked for my kids and I know that that's something that I regret I did not handle getting divorced the process of divorce very well and um it's not something that I, I'm happy about. But this this show on FX, Fleischman's in Trouble, really articulated what it's like to go through a fucked up, tenuous divorce. There's levels, there's variations, everybody's situation is going to be different. But it really, um, I related to it on a lot of levels. Uh, it's a New York character. And um, the woman, the character that he's getting divorced from, the Clara Danes character, she is going through a mental breakdown. Whether or not she's going through a mental breakdown because of the divorce, because of postpartum, it really, it is a such an incredible depiction of a woman dealing with postpartum mental health issues, true blue mental health issues, maybe a midlife crisis, and just you know, going through like a manic episode. 
Claire Danes destroyed it. She fucking, it's the best thing she's ever done. And Claire Danes has done a lot of good work. It, she's excellent in it. She's excellent in it. And it really is just about life. It's about getting older. It's about like, you know, life in your 40s, looking back on what your life has turned into, what you thought your life was going to turn out to be, you know, sort of becoming an adult, trying to become a, an adult, failing at becoming an adult. And, you know, like everybody else, picking yourself off the dirt and, you know, living to see another day. And it's just an excellent, excellent, really good, funny, subtle, well-written, emotional depiction of these three or four people because they're, they're a couple that are friends are in it. And it's just, it's dope. It's fucking really good. Like I was watching it like, fuck, this is fucking good. And the writing is good. And like I said, it's funny, but it's dark. It's funny, but it's emotional. And, you know, the depiction of Claire Dane's character and what she's going through after she has a baby. And there's some really specific things about, you know, a woman having kids and, a, uh, you know, the delivery and all these things that I could relate to, that I really, really could relate to. And then watching this woman go through a mental breakdown and not like a lighthearted one, like a true blue mental breakdown. She's going through a fucking mental breakdown and she's fighting it and she's trying to figure out what's happening to her. And she just kicks ass and they both kick ass and the whole cast kicks ass and the writing and the direction. And it's so New York City and it was shot all on the Upper East Side where I'm from. And I was actually uh, seeing them shoot the show uh, this past uh, summer and spring in my neighborhood in New York, which I always resent. Honestly, whenever I see people shooting a movie, a TV show, commercial where I live, whether it was in Los Angeles or whether it's in New York, if it's in my neighborhood, I'm like, why the fuck ain't I in it? What the fuck are y'all doing up here in my neighborhood? Uh, what are you guys shooting uh, that I'm not in? Honestly, the first thing that I ever saw shot, I'll tell you a story, cool story. The first movie that I ever saw shot on the Upper East Side in my neighborhood was the very, very disappointing Staying Alive, the sequel to Saturday Night Fever. And you guys know how I feel about John Travolta and Sylvester Stallone. I don't need to uh, explain that. But in the building that I used to live in, across the street from where I grew up, they were filming a scene from Staying Alive which is not a good movie. It's the sequel to Saturday Night Fever, and it's directed by Sylvester Stallone. And one afternoon, like, word got around that they're filming this uh, scene there, and it must have been 500 people. Five, I mean, this is at the height of Sylvester Stallone and John Travolta's fame. I'm freaking the fuck out. And I watched them film, basically it was like a, an exterior shot where the character, the woman that Travolta was dating, she walks into this building, but you got to shoot it. You got to shoot it somewhere. And they shot that scene outside 
and into this building that I actually used to live in. Um, and then we moved, whatever. But I got to see that. But I remember being like, oh, fuck. And I saw Sylvester Stallone. He had on a big fur jacket and sunglasses. He was directing the movie. And John Travolta, uh, he had on his, his leather jacket. And, you know, he was in the movie, although the movie sucks. It's not good. I've tried to rewatch it. And maybe I was like, maybe I, it was me. It's not a good movie. It's a, It sucks. But it was cool seeing that, especially like when I was like 11 or 12 years old and those guys were fucking like huge stars. The other time on the Upper East Side of Manhattan that I saw something being filmed and I knew it was good. I just can tell it was good, but it was 1994 or 1995. I feel like it was 1994. Maybe it was 1995. My brother... And I were home. My brother had already moved out. I was in New York for whatever reason. Who the fuck knows? I might have been filming Mighty Aphrodite. I don't fucking know. But I was, you know, staying in my apartment, my father's apartment, the apartment that I grew up in. And my brother goes, yo, they're filming a movie outside. And I was like, what is it? And he goes, I don't know, but they're filming right outside the window. So we looked out the window. They're filming a movie. So I'd go outside. I was like, well, you know, I think I was going to the park to play basketball and they had moved, you know, to another street, actually the same street, the same in front of the same building that they filmed staying alive. And I see these two kids, skateboarding looking kids, you know, kind of hip hop looking kids. And I'm walking on the other side of the street from where they're filming. And the, this little kid, teenager, 20, 21 year old kid comes up to me. He's like, yo, what's up? Mike Rapport. Yo, my name is Harmony. I was like, oh shit. I was, he's like, yo, I wrote this movie. And I was like, really? And he goes like, yeah. He's like, I'm a fan. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, you wrote this? He looked like he was fucking 16. But it was 20, 21-year-old or 19-year-old Harmony Kareen who wrote the movie Kids, which I love that film, Kids. So I stand in there and started talking to him. I'm asking him about this, asking him about that. He's like, yo, it's going to be the best movie ever made. Literally, he's saying it's going to be the best movie ever made. And I was like, who's in it? He's like, just a bunch of kids. Da, 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 da. He's like, yo, read the script. He handed me a, like the script. He's like, read the script. And I'm like, all right, I'm looking through the scenes. And across the street, I saw uh, the actors, Justin Pierce, who played Casper, and Telly the Virgin Surgeon from the movie Kids. And, uh, you know, me and Harmony exchanged phone numbers. We stayed in touch. And I remember watching the movie Kids. I believe it was at the 1995. I'm not good with the dates. I'm not fact checking. I believe it was at the 1995 Sundance Film Festival at a midnight screening. It was released by Miramax. And my friend, the producer, Carrie Woods, who produced tons of shit. He produced Rudy, produced Copland, produced Beautiful Girls, produced a bunch of movies. He was like, yo, you got to come see this movie. And at this point, me and Harmony had, you know, hung out a few times. His girlfriend at the time, Chloe Sevigny, we had hung out a few times. And um, he was like, Carrie, the producer, was like, yo, this Harmony's movie's fucking, it's bugged out. You're going to trip out when you see it. And I went to a midnight screening of kids and I was fucking blown away. I was blown away. I had never seen anything like that. That little motherfucker, Harmony Kareen, he said it's going to be the best movie ever made. I don't think it's the best movie ever made, but it's one of the best movies of its kind ever made. And it inspired all sorts of films about it. 
I love that movie. I had become friends with the late Justin Pierce, who played Casper. And a bunch of, I met Rosario. I met Chloe, obviously. Um, and I never forget, I never, ever forgot the feeling I had after watching that movie. I was just like, wow, what the fuck is this? And just like the character in the movie Casper says at the end, what the fuck happened? That's how I felt after I saw the movie. I thought it was gritty. I thought it was real. I thought it was unique. I thought it was so New York. And I thought it just shot through all the bullshit and captured a really realistic sort of vibe of a group of kind of kids that were sort of coming of age at that time in New York and throughout the country. Obviously, this depicted New York kids, but I love that movie, Kids. And I love Harmony. You know, I haven't spoken to him in a while. You know, we remain friends. Chloe Sevigny and I remain friends. And um, I remember them filming that movie on the Upper East Side, um, you know, where I grew up uh, and where I live now on the Upper East Side of New York City. And uh, But I do remember being like, what the fuck are they doing filming up here? Like, why are they up here? And and that experience, I'll never forget meeting Harmony and him telling me, yo, this is going to be the best movie ever made. Directed by Larry Clark, the filmmaker, uh, the photographer. And um, what a good fucking movie. What a good, unique movie. And what a good, unique show, this Fleischman's in Trouble, which I really, really liked. And if you're looking for something new to watch, I'm sure it's on Hulu or FX Plus or the FX app or the Hulu app or somewhere. It's really good, and I really, really enjoyed that. And shout-out to uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Claire Dames. Shout-out to Chloe Sevigny, friend. Um, I need to get her on the I Am Rap Poor Stereo podcast. I need to get her and Natasha Leone, who are now BFFs, and I introduced them in my old apartment. I'm going to get them on the podcast. Shout-out to them. Shout-out to my friend, the late, great, Justin Pierce, who um, killed it as Casper and uh, got the opportunity to work on some other things as an actor, such a cool young man. And that was sad uh, when he passed away. But that's a strong suggestion. You know what? You should rewatch Kids. I want to rewatch Kids. And you should definitely watch Fleischman's In Trouble on FX. I am Rappaport Podcast. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L. S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. 
where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. is going on um i don't know i feel like i got a little fucking cold i don't know what the fuck is going on you know at the end of the day when you got a cold you know what you need you need medicine because i fuck with my my echinacea my echinacea fuck with my my golden seal my echinacea my super echinacea my golden seal my orange juice all this fucking shit at the end of the day when you're fucking sick give me something Give me something to take this feeling of having water in my fucking ears and my nose. I got to go to the store. I got to get some Tylenol, some flu, some NyQuil. Give me some flu medication, some NyQuil. Give, give me something. And if that don't work, uh, give me that Z-Pack. Hit me with that motherfucking Z-Pizak. But it's going to be a great weekend of, of football. And uh, I'm looking for smoke. I am Rapport Stereo Pagas. We're looking for smoke. We're always, always looking for smoke. And of course, if you want tips on how to win some motherfucking money with the NFL, NBA games going on, okay, NHL, we do it all at Captain Picks. CaptainPicks.com. NBA, NFL playoffs, UFC, college basketball prop bets. Come rock with us at CaptainPicks.com with the promo code KICKOFF, K-I-C-K-O-F-F, at 20% off on all packages, CaptainPicks.com. Also, a couple of people said, oh, Mike Rapp, there's a lot of commercials at the beginning of the podcast. Guys, ladies, gentlemen, if there's commercials at the beginning of the podcast and they annoy you just like they annoy me when I listen to other people's podcasts fast forward but just know this we're a professional podcasting organization me the dust brothers the bleach brothers we're a professional podcasting organization all right if there's commercials you should just be like yo mike rap and the dust brothers the i am rap poor stereo podcast they're doing good we put out consistent hits week after week after week. We got some of the best episodes coming up in the next few weeks. I got Chris Mullen joining me on the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, Hall of Famer, Brooklyn legend. When you think of Brooklyn, you think of Jay-Z. 
You think of Biggie Smalls. You think of Chris Mullen. You think of Brooklyn basketball. One of the faces of Brooklyn basketball is Chris Mullen. With me on the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, we have the sick fuck whisperer, Chris Hansen, to catch a predator. We got one of the best, most controversial, one of the most unique personalities in Hollywood, one of the great, great actors in Hollywood. Alec Baldwin is with me on an upcoming I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. All right? We're a professional podcasting organization. All right? Blood on the floor every episode like clockwork. So if we got ads, fast forward through the fucking ads. Trust me, I listen to podcasts. They annoy me. But just know that person, that group that you're listening to, the ads mean they're doing good and their show's doing good. Other than that, I don't know what to tell you. Hit that motherfucking fast forward button. But we got the NFL. It's popping off. And, and let me tell you something. We made predictions on episode 952 from September. September 5th, we made predictions on how things were going to go down in the NFL. I said in the AFC East, the Bills, and they got it. I said the Dark Horse was going to be the Dolphins. They got it. In the AFC North, the Bengals, we predicted them, got it. The Dark Horse, the Ravens, got it. We missed the AFC South. I had the Colts to win and the Titans as the Dark Horse, okay? I apologize to the Jacksonville Rapper Pack and Trevor with the good hair. AFC West, we got it. The Chiefs, we picked the Chiefs, we picked the Chargers. I need the Chargers to run the table for my AFC prediction to win Herbert and Eckler are up to it. Their defense looks healthy. They got two guard receiver, big Mike Williams. He's banged up. But I hope to see him out there in the NFC. I got two. The Eagles got it. My dark horse was the Giants. I got it. Now, who the fuck knew that the Cowboys would be playing against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? The NFC North. We got it. The Vikings. And I picked the Packers who fell short. And I don't mind that. I love seeing Aaron Rodgers win. And I love seeing him lose. Either way, it's a win-win for me. The NFC West picked the Rams. Didn't happen. Okay? We know that didn't happen. But we did pick the Dark Horse as the 49ers. And we had got it. And I apologize again to the Seattle Rapper Pack and Ben Baller. You now face your rivals with the San Francisco 49ers. They're out for blood. They're going to stomp that ass. The NFC South, we got it. The Buccaneers, the Dark Horse with the Panthers, almost had that. I made my predictions the other day. It's going to be a fantastic weekend of football. Okay? Just to lay the fucking, the lay of the land here, the AFC, the first seed, the number one seed is the Kansas City Chiefs. They got the bye the number two seed are the Bills. The number three seed are the mad as hell Cincinnati Bengals. The fourth seed are the Jacksonville Duval Jaguars. The five seed are the Chargers. The sixth seed are the Ravens. Lamar Jackson ain't playing. He done. Lamar Jackson's like, fuck you, pay me. As he should be. And the seventh seed is the Miami Dolphins. NFC the first seed, the Philadelphia Eagles with their first round bye. The second seed are the 49ers. The third seed are the Vikings, 
We're going to get their asses beaten by the Giants. Yes, it's going to happen. I said it on live TV on Undisputed. The fourth seed are the Buccaneers. The fifth seed are the Cowboys. The sixth seed are the New York Football Giants. And the seventh seed are the aforementioned Seattle Seahawks. I got the 49ers to win big. I got the Chargers to gut out the win. I got the Bills to win big. I got the Giants to win 24-21 to versus the Vikings. I got the Bengals to win big Monday night, Monday night football, Monday night madness. The Dallas Cowboys versus Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. I got the Buccaneers to win those games. It's going to be a fantastic weekend of football Fantastic weekend of playoff, wild card football, fantastic shows for me in San Antonio. Rock with the best at Captain Picks. You should definitely check out the TV show Fleischman's in Trouble on FX. And I'm going to rewatch the movie Kids. I haven't watched it in years. Other than that, I'm out. Came, saw, conquered, came, saw, disrupted. I'm going to get myself some Tylenol flu and cold medicine. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Take me out here with something real nice, yes. Take me out here with something real loud, yes. But most importantly, end this puppy with something real funky. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I'm out. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L. S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. 
around. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.